Welcome back to the table where some board geeks hang out and talk about board games. My name is Logan. I'm Brandon. And I'm Ryan. And today on the BGBG podcast, we are going to delve into the world of trading card games outside of the major three. But first, I want to talk about a drafting style and miniature using board game that I think we've all played, at least heard of for sure, Blood Rage. Uh, it's a 60 to $80 strategic board game set in the Viking Age where you draft divine favors from the gods in a, a three-stage play. Okay. And then afterwards, you duke it out with your troops and you use your favors to win battles and take over parts of the board. Uh, it's got some amazingly detailed minis, uh, very unique to Norse myth- Norse mythology um and it has a few expansions as well to keep play interesting yeah um i the times i've played it has always been with the expansions um because they add so much depth and to variety the game. yeah mm. and um so i've got to play it with people who have owned all expansions and it's been super fun um i've probably played it about six times and not once have i ever looked at a game and went oh i really got shafted there mm. that was such a bad game for me um it's really been a back and forth yeah there's been games where people just won because you score at the end mm-hmm. it's like oh wow that person kind of ran away with the game but you don't notice that while playing you're not discouraged during the game yeah. itself you still feel like there's always a chance i've not played it i think we've talked about it, had, it got played it. at the bgbg yeah um, so it's one of those things where it's because they had the expansions it's a lot of money the base game itself though i think would be very enjoyable I've, in fact i know it's enjoyable because i play it digitally mm-hmm. yeah i have um, the steam copy oh, as well okay, yes and okay. it, it is very nice it, mm-hmm. it it has everything you need to still enjoy the game um it's just the expansions add additional depth to the yeah, game the, that is really nice the, the gods expansion uh is my favorite just because if you play with loki the loser of battles still benefits so you intentionally lose oh. to reap other benefits to try to win right so such as every time one of your players dies and goes to valhalla right. you get points so you're wanting to lose battles and lose people and then you can pull them all back um it adds a lot of different like gameplay and strategy to it i got you i got you so like that's that's cool. Mm-hmm. I well the because I know you, what you said. You mentioned there's minis there, so mm-hmm. I, that's probably where I've heard. Like I know y'all have talked about. It, I've never seen someone with the painted minis. Like the minis can definitely be painted. So, I, I know a lot of people are back and forth on whether you should paint the minis for your board game thing because like you're having so many people handle them. Yeah. There's ways to like mitigate that, of course. You know, it, don't let people touch them. Yeah, <laughs> people, uh, I will touch the minis. Everyone, pull out your latex gloves. <laughs> well, you can seal them. Tell me where to move it with a good like seal. Mm-hmm. You can you can mitigate most of your issues. Dip them all in red. Yeah, down. yeah. Um, I use Mod Podge. I do, yeah, I, I do because I do. So I do glossy, then I do uh, not. Not matte, and it creates the correct finish you want okay. at the end, and it's um, really good. But I'm gonna go ahead and pull us away from that. Um, so it's time to leave behind the familiar backgrounds of Magic, Pokemon, and Yu Gi Oh! as we step into the realm of lesser known TCGs. And I'm just gonna go ahead and open up the floor for that because there's quite a few, there's a lot. people may not may- realize this, but there is quite a few of well developed and supported tcgs that aren't just you know pokemon Yu-Gi-Oh, magic stuff like that it, it is there is quite a lot mm-hmm. so i'm gonna go ahead and open that up to y'all similar to rule 34 if if it's a fandom they're the trading card game. yeah my little pony power rangers star wars i mean one piece transform anime yeah it's, yeah if if you can monopolize on it and print art with numbers, yep. <laughs> it's it's become a trading card game in some capacity. That's true. Uh, yeah. Well, 
speaking of the fandom, uh, Lorcana, yeah, the Disney yeah. one. I looked over at Do Brandon. Do you want me to start with Lorcana? It's... I think Lorcana is the one that is the newest. Right. Um, so it's like it's, the big hotness. It's yeah. something you can hop on as today. Recording. Yeah. Yeah. As of recording. So it's one of those things that I think it's so relevant to talk about. Like getting I think it started with using it's fine. It. So, so Lorcana came out in August of this year. So came August. at Gen Con. Yeah. And then like the, the wider release was the later half of mm-hmm. August. So 20, you know, August 23. Um, we're, sold out instantly yeah it's blowing up <laughs> that's what that was one of the my uh not so fun news oh. <laughs> comes sorry in. uh so second set rise of the floodborne is coming out it releases the fifth it releases november i don't remember the exact date daylight savings is the fifth Oh, cool. Um, that, I can go ahead and do yeah, that for you, you if you want to. I talking. know it is November. It is this month for sure. This is also going to be uploaded after the 5th. Yeah. Full disclosure. <laughs> yeah, it was like at time of recording. Um, uh, but really fun game. I like it. It's instead of like, it is still, you know, me versus you. But instead of like, oh, I got to get somebody down to zero. It's you're collecting bits of lore. Lore. Lore Kana. is the is basically it's your HP. It's your life total in the game. Okay. And you want to get to 20 before the opponent does. So instead of depleting life, it's uh, like a victory point yeah, you, you, win you, con yeah, type. You've got to get okay. to 20. Uh, and characters can go questing for lore, which they have a little symbol on them, kind of like a like a little diamond, I mm-hmm. would say. And that's uh, – so when you exert them, they can go get lore or they can exert to challenge another exerted character. Okay. So that's fighting. To prevent someone else, else from correct. getting lore. Yep. Okay. Um, and then what is I know I know very little about Lorcana, but I know there are inkwells. Yeah, so inkwell acts is your resource system for the game. So unlike magic mm-hmm. or say Pokemon, where you where have you, like, a separate resource system, mm-hmm. or like Yu Gi Oh, where you don't have one at all. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah, I have feelings on that. Uh, not that episode though. <laughs> uh, but so what it is is cards uh, in how much they cost at the top. There's a, either a gold symbol or it's just like a black diamond, right? Mm-hmm. And if it's gold, that means it can be inked, which means you can, instead of playing the card, play it face down and use it as a resource. Oh, okay. And, and is this like the, there used to be a game where it was um, Duel Masters, which is from Hasbro, and which is basically their magic light. You could use cards as either their play. Right. Or their. Uh, I know that's very niche, but. It is very niche. It is a two, <laughs> there's a very 2000s kids thing to talk don't, about. Don't mind me. I'm not dating myself at all. Um, <laughs> But I'm glad you knew what I was because I was gonna have to try to remember that. Yep. I was like, "There's no way." When I was exp- <laughs> when I explained it to people, like it's using Duel Masters, uh, mana system, Pokemon's damage system, and then uh, stealing bits and pieces from Magic. Okay. Uh, and I have an answer to your date. Yeah, I'm worried that it spoils something else that you want to talk about. Um, but I will go ahead. Go ahead and get. Yeah, and so the, it is scheduled to start shipping on the sixth. Yeah. But due so, to supply issues, it is um, slated to be fully released in stores by November seventeenth. So you ready to hear the real kicker? Apparently, Ravensburg ten day difference. Yeah. Oh, it gets worse. A lot of stores are reporting, and now this is word of mouth and yada yada. Ravensburger. Uh, they, they're the company. They're the company it? who makes them. Correct. Okay. Has. Told if you didn't sign up for their distributing thing, you get less. Uh, you get less stuff. So, like one guy's like, I ordered a bunch of boxes. I'm only getting one. He like ordered like two cases. Worth. I see. Whereas, but right now because they're so far behind, they're not letting anybody join their distri- uh, distribution. Right. Stuff. Interesting. Yeah. Uh, but so 
So Target's going to be the place to go. So so the problem so, right now... So uh, main stores are getting it late December, is yeah. what it says. So, so and they're getting it months after? Yeah. So that's yeah. insane. Because so, they're prioritizing and they're talking um, that hobby they won't, stores. They okay. won't fix the supply issue to like set three or four. Which so, is going to be like So the problem February. is a lot of people are worried they're going to kill the game before it even gets a chance to start. It's, yeah. The thing is, Disney is such a big brand. I think it'll... Power they can, I don't they can, they can fund it. Yeah, I don't think through. it's gonna die. I think it's gonna become so collectible that, that it's, it's gonna not, put off a lot of its. It's players. gonna be like how Pokemon was for a while, where it was more of a collectible than an actual yeah. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, I, I I'm worried. Think of it like the first sets of Magic, right? Yep, and that's what and, a lot of people are talking well, about. It's so like same when you issues. do um the it's the Black Lotus. The Power no, Nine. I'm trying to think of that White set. Porter. It's like Arabia. Knights of Arabia. Oh, that was um, one of the. They tried to change the back of the card for yes, that. Yes, well, they? that was the set that cemented that these are the old cards, and we are now a standard brand. And I'm worried Got for Lurkana. That's what's going to happen. So they're going to say from this point on, there's no longer going to be these uh, issues in production. But because of that, those cards are going to be so scarce compared to so, everything. So else. good thing there. They have promised they are reprinting set one. Okay. okay, so that's great. Yeah, so the, the I feel like they're trying to just they're having a few hiccups because they've mm. never done a TCG. Before. Now, um, we've talked about the issues with it, but what are some main gameplay aspects that appeal? So one thing I really like is it is it is easy to pick up. Mm-hmm. Like once you you hammer everything out, it, it's got you know keywords like magic does, but it you know spells them all out for right now. Uh, it's also uh, what's the word? It's a little slower paced game, you know. Not, it's, there's no turn one wins. It's not. It's not <laughs> Yu-Gi-Oh. Where you know Exodus. Uh, yeah. It, so you you can kind of like Blue Eyes White Dragon. Yeah. You just I guess pot agree. They spend thirty minutes. <laughs> you cards. get you spend you know the entire game watching them play. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, so there's back and forth. Okay. So it's still balanced. It's still balanced. Yes. Now whether that holds up a couple sets yeah. down the road, of course, you know that always changed power creep. Uh, I really like it. Because you can kind of build whatever and you're okay at the moment. Like I had a very suboptimal princesses list. Right, working. just something fun you wanted. Yeah, because I wanted mm-hmm. to play princesses. And it does – it did okay. It wasn't winning all the time. There was an optimal deck. It was like – Well, you, last I saw you were tied for second place. Mm-hmm. I, I missed that. Uh, I missed a day in the league. Oh, okay. I wasn't so feeling very be good. A little... Yeah. I think we're starting a new – That's a, a point I want to make though is that even though it just came out in August, there's already enough people at our – Small store because I not to say anything against the store, of it's, course, it's, but it's, it's a small knit community. Yep, yep. I would say it's less than twenty people. Yeah, um, that religiously go to the yep. store in some capacity. Yep. Um, and there's enough people playing this new game. We usually have eight when everybody's there, which is enough for a tournament, right? Uh, and we've even said if like new people are coming in, like, hey, I can't find cards. To the like, several of the groups have enough cards, or like, to just. It's like, hey, we can get you a deck so you can play. Whenever you come here, we got something for you to play. Um, so, you know, it's uh, the characters are also, you know, it's Disney IP. I yeah, like Everyone Disney. loves Disney characters. Uh, and there's some fun. There's an, a deck I want to try, but is very swingy. At the, it's not very consistent at the moment. Mm-hmm. Set two is giving a lot to it. Uh, but it's it's item OTK. I call it. I call it Storm because it reminds me of Storm from Magic. Okay. But so the idea is you take Ariel and every time. Right. The best Magic card, Stormcrow. Yep. Yeah. Stormcrow. <laughs> totally broken. Um, but because Ariel in the movie is a, you know, she collects all the items. So one of her cards is every time you play an item, you ready her back up. So you untap her. Okay. Oh, okay. And so what you do is you play a bunch of items and just 
go to 20 in one turn with her. Gotcha. Okay. Uh, it's really fun. I like it's. It's one of those I love combo decks. So seeing it, like, yeah. oh, I've got to try that one time. Uh, the deck I'm excited for for set two though is Steel gives us more better support for princesses, so I can actually have a decent princess deck and go like a song as a backup mm-hmm. archetype. Right. Um, but yeah, so it's it's fun. Uh, the another thing I really like is because the cards, certain cards, can be both played or a resource. Mm-hmm. You don't feel like you're screwed as often there's some versatility in yeah you're your able, hands play a lot better. you're able to still play things also their uh mulligan rule is pretty generous so you'll draw seven and then you can send any number of those cards back and draw okay. back up to seven yeah oh, i've seen that before so um in magic yeah but... the partial paris i think is what we call yeah it, i was right? gonna say it's a paris yeah but they're so, all paris <laughs> yeah so um so but... yeah it's it's a good game mm-hmm. i like it i I hope it continues. I want it to grow, of course. Yeah. So I, uh, I think it has great potential. I think it was well thought out. Uh, well, um, my sis- it's also Disney. My sister can fund it and do yeah. a lot more than a lot of other. It's also got relatable can. IPs because it's Disney. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. like my sister, I've tried to teach her magic. She's okay. It's but it's not her jam. And she, right. she'll she'll play. Of you course. gave her a horse list. Yeah. I, I built, she likes horses. Yep. I, so I built Shadow Facts. I also let her play uh, vampires because you know she's a big you know she likes vampires and stuff. And she, classic girl. Yeah. yeah. Vampires and horses. Yeah. But so, <laughs> and it was okay. Not I see really, what team she's on. Uh, <laughs> Not really her thing, but I, t- I was like, well, here's Lorcana, and she's loved Lorcana. Her favorite card is Maui because he's an 8-8 that quests for three. Oh. And because I didn't have Let It Goes at the time, she would just wall me. She's like, here's, <laughs> here's Maui. Deal with it. I'm like, oh, come on. Well, my, like, my princesses are like three fives. They are not killing yeah, Maui. I think that's a reason why people end up coming back to Magic often um, is because it's been around for so long. You can find something to do with yeah. it. Um, whereas like when you have Lorcana, it's new. So you kind of have to play within the means yeah. of the game there's right a, now. There's a very yeah, mm-hmm. 204 cards were in the first set. We're getting another 204 in the set two. Uh, uh, we've and then they've covered like most of their main like Disney like the princess films, the Mickey Mouse, Mickey the... Mouse, uh, Zootopia is getting <gasps> in the next set. Set three or set two? Set two. Oh, we have Judy so far. <laughs> I, I can show you the cards. I'll, I'll show you the the spoilers. Yeah, you'll have to pull that up for me. Uh, yeah, it's, you'll you'll love it. Uh, it's really great. I'll love it more. <laughs> um, uh, Robin Hood has got a bunch. Robin Hood has two cards. Oh, I'm... Robin Hood was my favorite <laughs> Disney film as a kid and sword in the stone which is my yes. second favorite. Ooh, that was Zootopia, my one. two favorites so so. there's a there's a purple so it's sorry it's amethyst because they there's six colors of mm-hmm. ink so there's steel amber sapphire ruby emerald and amethyst did i get okay. did i mention uh, i wasn't counting i'm sorry <laughs> uh, yeah but so there's six ink types and that like different cards you know so it's different like archetypes okay. uh and Amethyst is getting a Merlin and Madame Mim deck that is all about because you know in Sword of the Stone they have their wizards duel mm-hmm. right or their like mages duel or whatever they call it. So in the thing it's uh, because they turn into animals. Each of their cards have an inter effect. Well, all of Merlin's cards have an inter effect, and when he leaves play effect, and then Mim has things of when she enters and then forcing something to leave or banish. Oh, I see. So it's them back and forth against each other, and then Merlin has a like his top end is like for everything you had like leave the turn the battlefield right. this turn you get to quest for that much. Uh, so I'm I I may have said that wrong. Mm-hmm. Don't. Don't quote him. Yeah, these are He's spoilers. He's not on R&D. Yeah. These are spoilers that I've only like glanced at and I'm like, oh, that's cool. This is neat. Uh, but I'm, so I'm super tested. Yeah. So I'm super excited for that. 
uh, princesses, there's a Mulan who every time she quests, she flips the top card. And if it's a song, you just play it for free. I nice. feel like Mulan being a princess is such a controversial take. Uh, well, <laughs> well, she is. She's officially a Disney princess. Yeah, she is. I know, but it's just like, I, I think feel she like in the course of her like, movie. Yeah, she's not really a princess. Right. I think well, she, she marries into royalty at the end, doesn't she? Oh, yeah, she does. No, I don't think is, they get married he in no, the he's first a movie. No. He's a. Is he not a prince? I thought he was just a general. Well, well first captain. of all, he's a general. But also... Oh, um, she saves a kingdom. That gives you perks or something. I, I'm pretty sure she doesn't get married, though. That's the thing. It's like, it's a big thing in the movie where, yeah, she finds Someone love, but they're <laughs> I just not. See, I just need to check, I need to check I, what her card type is. I don't are. think she's married. I, can, mm-hmm. um, I think that's a plot point in the second movie. Another great thing, they had an app day one. Oh. That tracks... Disney money. That tracks your... Uh, when? Lore. Oh. And also lets you search the cards they have available and deck oh, building. Oh, nice. Day one. It has a deck building feature? Yeah, it has a deck. Oh, yeah. I, I, I Magic doesn't even have a deck building feature. You know, I, I've been trying to build Pokemon decks, and let me tell you uh, that I have never struggled more on anything in my life. And I go to college. <laughs> yeah. It's <laughs> so like that. That's rough. Uh, well, he looks that stuff up. So she's just a hero prince. She's storyborn hero princess. Those are her cards. She is a princess, though. Okay. But, um. Logan, did you have one that you wanted to move into and bring up? Um, not too particularly. I do want to talk about one thing that uh, Brandon did mention. Okay. Um, which is what I feel like kills a lot of new uh, trading card games and why we have the big three. And that's uh, communities don't really have a place to play them. Like if you have yeah. a small yeah. game store and they're not getting like Lorcana, they're only getting one yep. box. I feel like you get into this rut it. where like you need to have enough money to fund your own hobby mm-hmm. where it's like you need to make multiple decks of something. <laughs> it, this is how I was with Transformers it, for a while. Yeah. Is that I was the only one at college that played it. And this is before I knew Brandon. And then Perry met you and he was like, yeah. hey, he plays Transformers. Like, oh, finally. So we're both, we were both we like, have yet to play it ever since we found we that played revelation. one game. <laughs> <laughs> um, but... I had to buy multiple cards worth of decks, mm-hmm. like decks worth of cards, um, so that when I sat down with someone and showed them the game, I could be like, here's a deck to play. Mm-hmm. And it, it's right. not quite the same because they didn't build that deck. They don't have the passion they're behind it. They're not attached. It. They're not as attached to that. Yeah. Right. And because they're learning, they won't know what they're looking for. Right. It just makes it all a lot yeah. harder. And I think you're right. I think it does kill a lot of tcgs where it's like well no one yeah you can collect these you can build a fun deck but if you never get to play it did you mm-hmm. build it at all it's trading the falls in the forest yeah. situation you ready for another crazy uh like Pixelborn because it's a big fandom or sorry not Pixel, lorcana so a lot of another thing as you said not a lot of people can play mm-hmm. the fans made an online client so you can play digitally this is the fan community and it people, sounds like it's got great backing whereas mm-hmm. like uh, another one I want to talk about later, Digimon. Bandai keeps ner- hitting them and telling them you can't make an online client. But everybody's like, please, we want to play the game. Where we-. And I, you see my problem trying to find people to play Digimon with. Yeah. I did not like Digimon, but we'll get to that later. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so was there uh, anything the else? The training card game I uh, started was Bakugan when I was Oh, younger. yeah. But uh, no, one, no one played it because you had to buy, like, it wasn't just buying cards. You, you had to get the You were buying a $25 figurine that came with a card yep. and it's a plastic ball. And a big part of it was these spin arenas because you needed to be able to land on cards because a part of the strategy is, like, how well you can land on yeah. cards because yep. its placement changed how the cards so function. It's, it's also a dexterity game, which Yeah, which, which is why I think it, <laughs> it failed as a trading card game, I think. Well, yeah. it came back ish but i think it came back <laughs> just to sell the bakugan yes and not the actual card it's not a card game anymore uh because like i i tried playing that but one i didn't have really anyone to play with it was yeah um because it was expensive 
Um, and then there's so much extra work involved just to play a card game. Right. Um, that... So <laughs> I, I was a little like entrepreneur. I don't know if that's the word I want to do, like a bargain finder, because mm-hmm. I would get toys from my parents. You know, I wasn't able to get expensive toys like Bakugan, but I would trade those around the, the playground you. and then I was able to get my hands on some Bakugan that some kid didn't mm-hmm. like as much or he had duplicates of. And so I was able to trade him like Pokemon cards and stuff like that, stuff that was within my means to get Bakugan. But because of that, I never played the actual game. I just collected them because I was like, oh, this is neat. It pops cool. up. It's yeah, they, they were cool, like collectibles. Yeah, I, I bought them mainly because I liked the little like spring gimmick as mm-hmm. a kid. I did. Yeah. Like, I knew there was a game attached, but the problem was. I couldn't get like the thing that actually teaches you the rules to how to play. And oh, yeah, also, it was very convoluted. Well, it was like a well. whole purchase process because like I said, you realistically needed the arena because of like the, the mechanics of the game. You could do it without the arena. It's um, just a lot harder. It's a lot gotcha. harder. Cause you have to like, f- like roll Launch things it onto then, cards and it can just roll off a table. And, and so a big part of it was that to my knowledge, um, if you place cards behind other people's cards, there was like, a bonus and stuff you can get to those effects because you're like flanking you're flanking yeah yeah. and so you would want to roll off an arena to then land yeah and if your roll puts you on a different card there's punishments for that if you land on someone else's card and stuff like that and so so it was the arena was such quintessential to the actual mm -hmm. gameplay and the arena itself was not cheap Mm -hmm. because one it comes with bakugan itself so that they are able to jack up the price because like right. you're getting additional toys with it um on top of it being pretty big so it was hard to like carry around so they had like the they had the same issue beyblade yeah, yeah i was gonna say babe because um, you need really needing some big arena. arena you know what i had a sled beyblade, it's so cool i had a sled that was kind of the right size really that my brother and i it. used my brother hated it because he was just like i don't want to play this i'm like but i need somebody to play with me please <laughs> um beyblade but i've watched like there's like a cult following on the Yeah, I really want to get into Beyblade. And this dude makes it look so because he's like, I'm gonna put this weight with this head because it's yeah, gonna get the like max so size. Yeah, yeah I'm like because uh, it's a bunch of like and there's like super life steal builds that uh, take the spin off of others. Uh, so to spin the, yeah, no, I'm, I'm like, like what yeah, is yeah, this? that's the thing, it's a bunch One of physics uh, majors that like super metagamed mm-hmm. it, and that's all that's left playing it. And I'm like, this looks so cool, but I don't understand. One of the kids in my after school program was a big Beyblade kid, and he'd talk about that. I'm like I'm like, man, I just remember being a kid like, yeah, mm-hmm. they go, you know, you know, I was like, I watched Let the anime. Rip. Uh, fun fact in the anime, Moses canonically part of the Red the, yeah. Sea with a Beyblade in the anime. I, see. I love it. It's so dumb. It's like um, when you see the cross in Pokemon, it's like, okay, so like at least the Greeks existed. But yeah. <laughs> it's like, okay, it's like interesting. Yeah. Um, um, so I think that's that's a great one. Um, for me, I would like to talk about the Transformers card game that I mentioned yeah. briefly earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I loved it right off the bat. Um, yep. I bought a Those Transformers. So uh, yeah, yeah, so they had like a starter Sold pack me. that was uh, um, yeah. <laughs> Optimus Prime and Bumblebee. Yep, that was the starter set. Bumblebee's and my favorite. I didn't know it at the time. Mine was printed incorrect. Do you remember that, Brandon? Yeah. Yeah, like, I showed it to you after the fact because you know, I like, kept putting it back in the same box because I'm one of those meticulous people that likes yeah. to keep the box. Yep. And um, Brandon's like, why do you have two of that card? Yeah, you had two. And I was missing a card. And I had two of a card. And I just swapped. Okay. Yep. And I didn't know it, but I had, that's how I'd always played I, it. I also had it. And I'm like, yeah, you're, you, yeah, they just messed you up. And he's like, what? And like, yeah. yeah, my world was 
shocked. I was I was rocked. Um, they gave you two bumblebee instead of an iron hide. I think? it was something like that. Yeah, yeah. I want to say that's bumblebee's exactly pretty what it is. cool. So I so want to complain. The bumblebee was fine in this. Well, episode. I was just thinking like, oh, you know, it, it just shows that like to fit the star level, yep. and so it's a bumblebee the yep. deck. It, it didn't matter much to me, um, but I just loved it because it had that advanced nature to it with the different types of cards right it's got the transforming as an uh an extra mechanic yeah um so you can look at the front and back sides of cards Mm -hmm. to build but it also had the synergies of like you want to be playing cards that share a typing you want to be having that in-depth deck Uh, building because you want synergies uh because one of the ones i remember in like the very early like first release was cars and trucks because the autobots are cars and trucks yeah uh jets was an archetype tanks somebody had a tanks archetype with like megatron okay um, in later official releases they had a subtyping of uh helper bots yep the little the little guys yeah right and so they're not actual cards but they're kind of like how tokens function in magic yep. where um if you play this card and get its effect you would get an additional okay. star on uh, the battlefield they had some fun ones that they start they are little robots that started out in robot mode but when Bless they you. instead of like going to your scrapyard which is where you where they when they die start that one again because i want to get his sneeze gotcha. yeah. <laughs> uh they had little robots who instead of going to your scrapyard which is where i, I think it's the called, graveyard where your your robots go when they're yeah. knocked out they would flip and become a weapon for your bigger robots so it yes. becomes like an equipment yep yes. okay that's um and so I they love to see that mechanic honestly in it, games. that's really it was cool right so cool um and the support was so cool but it no one played it it launched mm-hmm. right before the pandemic too it, it launched before the pandemic I didn't really see advertisement, and I'm on TCG. No, they I'm did not advertise all, at all. Yeah, I'm on all these websites, and like TCG would tell me like a new set came out, but I'm like, okay, well, I don't have money. I just pre-ordered this, or I just did that. Uh, well, it's also so, the thing of Watsy because it was made by Wizards of the Coast, so they were definitely pushing Magic first. They didn't care. Like, it, it feels like it got handed to Watsy, and Watsy's like, well, we're doing Magic, so we'll just. Do I think whatever. a big part of it is that was it before or after Brothers War, before well before. before. Yep. So they saw it had potential, but it didn't take off. So then I, they did the collaborative exactly. yep. war. Yep. Yep. So um, what it is is that Wizards of the Coast looked at their pie chart and said Magic makes X millions. Uh, Transformers makes a million. So we'll just, why would we even We'll just it? make Transformers cards yeah. instead of – Even though people liked it. Yeah, even though it was it, – it, it just yeah. started. It had like two expansions because it was um the dark of cybertron or whatever so we got so we got the first wave which is the release wave we've got rise of the combiners which introduced combiners surprise mechanic i love i combiners is the most balanced way to play the game by the way i will have to bring you my combiner deck yeah see i i played the first wave and then kind of fell off uh we did my brother and i built aerial bots versus stunticons Okay. And oh, it's so fun because basically it's you're both kind of pecking at each other and then one will transform into the big robot and then the other side does it and you just oh. two big robots slugging it out. <laughs> Very fun. And it feels, you know, thematic. Uh, so we got Rise of the Combiners and then oh, War for Cybertron, I think is on Siege. I mean, it was trying to tie into the Netflix show they had coming in at the time. Gotcha. And the toy line they had coming in at the time. Right. So. Which Hasbro's very they know their cross brand yeah. uh, their cross promotion mm-hmm. uh, but that was the last and then the next set after that was Headmasters um, I think about this TCG though even though the main company fell yep. off um, its community was so strong they were able to start making custom sets so like fan uh, sets and fan cards that were still balanced 
Yeah, yeah they're oh. they're doing play testing before they release the set. Yeah, um, because it's just a digital thing you print out. They're able to modify the cards as needed. Um, and when that happens, they'll have like a version number for that set to yep. be like, oh, you're playing an outdated version of that card. Yep. So while that can pose its own frustrations, the fact that they're actively trying to balance the game, create new content mm -hmm. and enjoy it equally for free. Um, they, I think they finally did Beast Wars, which is something everybody was originally yeah, hoping for. me about that. Uh, one of the big, big ones, they did a character. So in... A story arc from like the 90s, I want to say, is Megatron winds up getting merged with Ratchet. Yes. And it's horrifying. And Ratchet's like, you know, just kill me. And But they made that a card. So he's like half Autobot, half Decepticon. He's a tank truck, uh, you know. And he's typing. And he's typing. And it's just like, it's like, cool, you nailed this. Like, you nailed it. Very, It was right. very. And so the reason I bring that up is that I wanted to make it a point that if you like some niche TCG, don't be afraid to support it. Yep. First mm -hmm. of all. Yep, yep. And if the company you buy from doesn't support it as well as you do, that's okay. Because yep. if you like it and you can get other people into it, you can be the sole reason the, the game revives. Yep. I mean, think about Bakugan. The Bakugan came back. Because the fandom was still like... I think people like the toys more, but yeah. They, they yeah. thought that they could sell it. And so like if you make it your own company like more than likely you you might get a company that's going to tell you season assist don't make any custom sets we want it to go away yeah uh, but more than likely they're going to be like eh it's like okay who cares especially if it's a property they've abandoned yep. um so if you genuinely like it and you already have the cards and all that and you gambled on some new one that you thought was going to be the next magic Big, killer yep um and it ends up not being that way don't beat yourself up about it. Just experiment. Just try it. Play if it. you see something that genuinely piques your interest, yep. be the person in your friend group, be the person in your game store to bring it and start showing it to others. Because you yep. would be surprised the amount of people that would also enjoy that thing, um, but just didn't know about it. Yeah. And if, if you're the person that introduces that to them, you could... You can revive it. You can revive it. And you can have people to play with. If I'm just saying, be confident in your actions, stand yep. by what you mean, and don't be afraid of what other people will think about your purchases because um, it's your purchase. If you, it's your hobby, if you genuinely like it, go ahead. Yeah, it's it was a. I really loved the game. So when it got canceled, I was sad. But I'm like, well, I've got uh -huh. my cards. I can teach people. Yeah, more. When I was like, well, we can still so play. Harry and I played a, a. My brother and I played a game because we have our competitive decks. Because we were building yeah. like it's like oh this like like what can we push? Because uh, mine's built around drawing my whole deck out. Because mm. uh, so Cosmos on his vehicle side says when he attacks, if you flip your whole deck or if you flip all the cards in your deck and have to reshuffle, you auto KO something. Yeah, I had built mine um, around transforming because I had effects that either transformed me. Mm -hmm. And so then I had uh, the transformers that like um, rapid change or whatever. Yeah, right. And so I just really like that mechanic of getting yeah. benefits depending on what side Cause it's when on. Because some had when you flip, when you turn into like this mode. ETB. Yep, yep. And uh, so that's why I started building my deck around when I was buying extensions. Yeah. Um, but... Uh, yeah, it's, it was. It, it had was, everything it needed to be a good TCG. It just, it just didn't have the support. It was from the company, the, the, to be clear. Yeah, which, like I said, it was Hasbro. Yeah. Just kind of went. Well, Watsy here and Watsy went. Well, we can just. We're just going to keep doing magic and basically mm -hmm. put as little effort into like promoting. Yeah, we it. had Bakugan where the fans weren't supporting it, and then we have Transformers where the company wasn't supporting. Yeah. It. Right, and uh, 
I would say they did something similar with the Brothers War, but that's just me. Because those cards do not play well together. No. They are all very unique. Which commanders. is weird, because like Transformers is their their big like action figure line. And it's like their movie line, and then they just don't really do it. Yeah, I because like mm-hmm. some of them are like artifacts, but a lot of them are like the Beautiful. Autobots are like humans. A lot of them are about flipping cards, like yeah. if, a, if a card transforms. And so it doesn't work very well. But yeah. that's besides the point to yeah. the Transformers. Well, so, so Transformers, your building decks, you can customize it. I want to talk about a TGC where you don't get to build a deck or customize it. <sighs> Keyforge. Yeah. Oh, this is the one we were talking about. Yes, I bought a Keyforge. I didn't like it personally. Oh. Um, I have the. I liked it. Yeah, I believe it's the yellow deck or the white deck, mm-hmm. depending on how the color scheme works in that. Um, but I will let you explain what Keyforge is, mm-hmm. some key aspects of it. Uh, so, Keyforge, unlike any other trading card game, you're trading the decks themselves. Uh, you're not allowed to build your own deck yep. or go it functionally custom. will not work. Yeah, collecting cards. It's pre made decks that are made from the, the developer, from the creator to work perfectly um, as a deck. Um, they're all fairly well balanced. Some are. And each one has its own like unique play style, unique concept. So that's where the trading comes in is where you just trade and try other decks out. Um, That's the big thing. Um, It's really big uh, in my hometown at one of the one of the shops. They love it. It did not go. It did not go well here. Yeah, I I believe. Yeah, because you have to have enough people um, to have every deck needs to be bought so you can try every one. Because like you may get a deck like you said and hate it. Be like, I don't like how this plays. I don't like how any of this functions. Um, but another deck you might love because they're all very unique and different. And see, for me to further elaborate, I bought a three dollar discounted deck at GameStop near oh. our hometown here. Well, not hometown, near our town. Here. Yeah. And um, because I was like three dollars for some card game I've never heard. Yeah, of. Like, sure. I stood by my decision. I was like, I'm gonna buy that and just see what it's like. I brought it to Brandon, and uh, we were like talking about it, and experimenting with it, and I ended up not liking it or playing it because it was so restrictive Mm -hmm. so while yes the deck will functionally be perfect for what it is Mm -hmm. um i and i might have even enjoyed it if i played with other people it was the fact that i can't do an all chairs deck like i can't in magic Mm -hmm. it's the fact i can't do an evolutions deck like i can in pokemon Mm -hmm. it's the thing of deck building is my favorite part of tcgs Mm -hmm. like i love theory crafting and building so when it that was removed from it i'm like okay well i don't want to interact with this at all that and it was an interesting marketing move because he has to sell the decks and if you have all the decks you're not going to buy another product yeah and so that's so a very interesting it's the problem HeroScape had where it's like okay well i just buy what i want and i never have to buy yeah. the other parts right. of the um it was it was an interesting concept and a cool because they're also like, i think it needed to be done to prove yeah, a point yeah. mm-hmm. one way or another because like he was going for the hyper competitive. He was like, these decks it's very fast paced. Is yes. it really? And so he was going for the idea of like, this is a deck that you can pick up and you will be able to play with. Anyway, it's supposed to be very um, welcoming the new players mm-hmm. because you're not having the magic problem, which he noticed. Yes. He, he's trying to say, this is how pre-con should be done. Yes. And so right. he's trying to say, you buy this, you're able to play the game. There's no, Oh, I've been playing for 30 years, so I have the most expensive cards in the game. There's no, this card mm-hmm. uh, has never been reprinted, but it's so strong because it's on some list, and now I'm just better than you. Right. It, uh, it's that full encapsulation. I bought this deck. I can compete with you if I play my brain correctly. It's that problem of, like, I'll have cards. I'm like, oh, these weren't powerful when I originally got them. Mm. But because of, like, now new, there's new synergies and or like, oh, new mechanic. Like, uh, one of them, so Nykthos, when I originally got yeah. it, it, was, like, $9, and I grabbed a cute few because i was playing devotion and standard and now it's a 37 dollar land mm-hmm. and i'm just like 
and I, I get why it's powerful. I understand it's a, you know, it's a mana battery, but geez, I was not expecting, you know, $37. So, I mean, that's how I was with Maskwood Nexus. When I bought Maskwood yeah. Nexus, it was like $3. I now think it's I, 10. Well, it was, and then it fell off again. Okay. It did drop um, again. But yes, it got upwards of ten, fifteen dollars. I believe it's back down to like one dollar right now. Yeah, uh, which I believe is more reasonable. Uh, mm-hmm. It's a good card. Yeah. I love it, but uh, it's not what it was being charged. Mm-hmm. Like this is exactly why I liked Keyforge. Exactly, all the decks were which, like fairly the a, same that's price. That's a totally fair reason. It's like mm-hmm. I don't have to worry about like because I, I love deck building, but it is expensive. Right. Um, it does take a lot of like forethought and like you have fine to know tuning and play testing after that. So my question was: It only ever intended to be these like set, and then that's it, or was it like they were going to print a set of decks and then later on print another set of decks? I believe they have printed multiple sets. I, I stopped. Like I, I heard about it. Went oh cool. Yeah, I can it, now. Look yeah, it got it. really big when when it started. It was really big at one of right. my local game shops. Right. Um. So I tried it out, and I I really the play style, the mechanics. Um, the way it worked, collecting amber and everything like you, was. You were kind. Of, you, it was pretty interesting, you know. It, it clicked how you're like, oh, I like yeah. this. This works for me. Um, yeah. but I never played after that since I'm not there anymore. Um, but I know a lot of people didn't like it because you couldn't like deck build and fine tune and custom. But that's also, I think, the reason why it it works so well is it's um, like it it rewards understanding how to yes, play the game instead of just I it's shove less, the best thing. I can buy this and I can tutor this Which, god so card. That is fair. Website for products, the last updated is May 28, 2023. So I would say it's still in production by just broadly mm. looking at that. Um, in 2022, it was purchased by another company. Um, oh, good for him. And it was sold by Fantasy Flight to a smaller company because um, it was not selling well. What's the company they sold? Um, Ghost Galaxy. Oh, interesting. Good to know. Well, that's cool. I mean, and the thing is, if people enjoy it, yeah, it's that thing of like, if you like it, that's fine. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't have to like every TCG that comes out. Yeah. Because Fantasy Flight wanted to cancel the game because it was not selling well. Um, and Ghost Galaxy said, no, no, no. Just let we'll us buy the it. rights. Yeah, yeah, we'll and take so um, they successfully ran a campaign to fund the sixth expansion in september 2022 oh that's pretty cool so it yeah. had enough support to print that expansion okay. so considering that the website the official website has an update in 2023 i would say it's still doing well so it's it's still it's has niche but has a community around it still which yeah and so there's that thing uh you know it's like the two-year card game is what a people a lot of, a lot of people yeah. call it. you know it's like two years is how like whether they make or break Right. Well, that's what happened to Flesh and Blood, right? Yeah. Um, so while I have not personally played Flesh and Blood a lot, I love watching success stories about it. Yes. Um, because they were just one day they decided, I want to make my own game. And they made it. Right. As you do. And they spent a lot of time R&D, designing, and they started publishing it on Amazon. And everyone told them, don't buy into it. It's magic light. It's just a magic wannabe all these kinds of things. It does but not people, play like magic. No, it whatsoever. doesn't. I don't. It who, does not. Whoever's saying that is uh, wrong. Well, it's because it's the big three. Yeah. Right. People fair. are going to compare them. I, um, yeah. And so that's, they made a name for themselves and they are doing very well to the point that I'm almost willing to say Flesh and Blood is turning into the fourth. It's, I'm, I'm going to like, 
I'll be the bold one and say that hot take. It generally has like uh, it generally has like the most like what's the word for it like recognition outside of them. Like people, yeah, like, I say yeah. it has that and Lorcana probably the most potential to get up there. Is right, yeah, uh, well, competing Flesh with Blood the big now three. having the two years worth of sets. Yes, almost three. I think my now. my argument for Lorcana is just Disney backing. They have the money to make it go the where fan- a lot Disney of other people can. The tournaments f- and it's like yes. it's already got like the fandom built into it. Mm-hmm. Like oh, people love Disney. It's like what I'm worried about the Disney one is the Pokemon problem where because we, it's for kids we have, uh, that and the a, current production that issues. is an issue somebody is, it's like right now you have collectors and people who want to play the game along with people who want to scalp the game and sell it back to yep. the so well not just that so the pokemon problem with tournaments is that pokemon doesn't get a lot of money tournaments is my understanding um there'll be small oh. sums because it needs to be accessible to children right. who want to play who, who want the, to play and have enjoy. decks that are competitive right like there's nothing saying that a child cannot can, perform but, but at an optimal it level for right tournament. it's not like magic where it's like those guys are winning like you know mm-hmm. yeah there's some layers ruling yeah um generally pokemon's uh a draw like did you draw the cards you need and right. the decks are very draw heavy because of that uh, but when it comes to that you'll get like 30,000 cash pools compared to like magic, which will have million dollar cash pools. Yeah. I was like, um, and so I'm worried that Lord Khan is kind of a similar thing where they have a lot of tournaments worth little money. Right. Which that, that kills like a competitive scene, but I'm also okay with not having a super competitive right. scene. Cause it, cause like compared it, to flesh and blood, which has more magic. Right. Money. It's like, yeah. it's very competitive. Um, kind of a middle ground to that is uh digimon the digimon tcg oh, yeah. i love the digimon tcg i know you weren't a big fan of it uh because it does have the problem like Yu Gi Oh and pokemon have is one side just gets the big thing and wins yes that was my yeah. big problem with it is it felt like at the time i played it there was not a lot of interaction There's, in our decks yeah to make it those were both playing. starter decks and they have put more out i actually upgraded that one because right. perry is also a big fan of the patamon Seraphimon line mm-hmm. so i made him it's all about recovering his security deck and he just is hard to kill now <laughs> uh where i built i built gallantmon because i liked tamers right um but so digimon is it's fast paced mm-hmm. right you know so you get that but it's also got like a lot of like the rules stuff of magic like there's a lot of like interaction and understanding how your stuff works and you know like you know it's like it's crunchy it's crunchy uh it's very much also a game of did i draw the thing i need nope okay cool yeah uh and um in pokemon it's rough it is yeah. because you get like a a snowball and you have to sit through like five ko's where it's like i am five turns and yep. i'm not drawing something in magic it can be that way but most magic so aggressive anymore that's like kind of like oh i lost the game because of that. it's not like yeah i'm sitting through a game because of that right um and see with digimon it comes down to you uh so there's two kind of like play styles i would say one is like it's the back and forth right you chip them it's like i'm taking one of yours you took one of mine I did right it. i'm like oh i get into here right and the other one is just you're going big you're super saying you you're doing your, you know you're charging one guy up and he's going to mm-hmm. take him out in one go is it still supported it is still bandai? supported uh, our newest set is bandai? covering yeah it's bandai uh is that Yu-Gi-Oh as well no that's uh konami is oh, you're Yu-Gi-Oh. right you're there right. it is i was like i know it is it is a je- uh it's little it's not as like big right now because they're they're pushing the one piece one piece uh tcg 
Um, Which has its own backing due to diehard anime fans. Yeah, the anime fans are... Anime fans will fund any project. Honestly. What was the last If there's a chance that they can get something that has anime titties on it. The last set, I think, Ghost Game. Uh, So, uh, Ghost Game was, like, the most recent anime. Yeah, I'm trying to think about that. I haven't, like, so I'm in love with you. The last anime I watched was the... Was the re-release or the I'm remake? Super interested in Adventures. Survive, which is an anime, but oh, it's the uh, that's the visual novel one, right? Yeah, yeah I'm also uh, I was playing Cyber Sleuth. Cyber Sleuth, is good. Cyber Sleuth is fun, but it's a grind though. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm glad that they gave like AFK leveling. Yep, that helps a lot. But um, I don't know, man. I just wasn't a big fan of it. You know, and that's fair. I understand. The, I didn't I like get, the art, honestly. See, it, that's fair. And the like thing the is, design of the cards or the art on both, those cards. Both uh, the card design the, felt rough. Yeah, and the, then the art. I'm I'm a big art person. Yeah. So excuse me, I gotta sneeze. Or not? <laughs> see, I had to sneeze. I had. I said I. I'm had just to gonna sneeze. leave that in. Uh, I say I, I'm gonna edit this. I said <laughs> I gotta leave that. In. I said I had to sneeze. The moment my mother was like, "Oh, you said it." No, I won't do it now. But consider yourself blessed yeah i'm blessed hashtag blessed uh um i don't really have a lot of other te- i know some, i know there's more like legends um, of the five rings but magic just spends so much of my money mm-hmm. uh-huh. it's hard for me to justify uh, there's like dragon ball has a oh i've heard really good things about fantasy has a i have not heard good things about that warcraft had one does warhammer have it kind of so warhammer has shade spire um which is like battles light and those do have expansion packs kind of like yeah so those have decks in them warhammer cares more about because they have minis that you play it with and they really care about you buying the mini right but technically shadespire does have a tcg in that because you can buy expansion packs that are just cards and they'll be universal cards that you can put between the pre-built decks of races so like i have a dwarf Mm -hmm. deck that i got as an expansion that i really like i uh had brandon paint for me because brandon's a great painter uh whereas i I am not (laughs) and so i had brandon fun with them. those because you they wanted, look great because you said like i was like well, i want to keep the orange because their base like model is actually orange so yeah. i was like well how do i do it so i made their beards like orange and i had so much fun highlighting those it was, beards. It was very good and so but in that game technically yes warhammer has one because you buy these blank packs that can go in universal decks and you put them in the pre-con deck to make your gotcha. deck run mind okay. you this is the age of sigmar so the fantasy side not the 40k yes. which is uh yeah there's a online card game like an app it's called it's but it's based off the horse heresy era mm-hmm. which debatably is my favorite era. yeah it's but. a good it's game of thrones in space baby <laughs> that's how i like i mean like, uh, speaking of app, uh i've never played but light seekers is a trading card game oh. that you have to play with an app really um, okay interesting so there's a like a digital requirement i believe which in this day and age work. i feel like isn't too hindering no it, it i think it most people have like i don't a know when it came out but i don't think it hit the right mark when it did which is why I feel like that's just how hobbies are anymore. It could yeah. be video games. It they, could be it was movies. innovative. It would, people would probably love it now. Um, I don't know exactly. Oh, I can look it up, but <laughs> right, so Light Seekers came out in 2017. Okay, um, the way I it works see. Is uh, you can scan your physical cards into the app and okay. have to you get to see all the the effects. Kind of like a, I like that a tactical oh, chess game, that's like cool. team fight tactics. I got you. you uh, Starlink is another yeah. one. It's chaotic. <clears throat> It is chaotic. It is really just chaotic. Um, I believe there's a 
training card game called Chaotic. Yes. No, it is. Well. Yeah. yeah. That's what it, it fell off. It, but okay. <laughs> um, it had a show. It was a really, really? cool. It was a really cool show. It was really trying to. It was right around like early two, like 2004, 2005. It was when the internet started becoming mm-hmm. a thing so that was mainstream. To work out the the like incorporating the internet into it kind of thing. But okay. the co- technology wasn't quite there. Yeah. Uh, that's I'll, another I'll scenario where I think all of this, a lot of these things we're talking about have TV. Uh, in some form adaptations except i'd argue magic the gathering <laughs> yeah well there was a time <laughs> where they had great ads and then the people in those ads because they would bring in like actual tournament people mm-hmm. and then those people became controversial and then they had to kind of like stop doing okay, you want to talk about great ads original ravnica's ad i will send y'all both it is a hand- i love the war of the spark one uh no Original Ravnica's like a 2D animation one and it's fluid and shows you all the guilds who are oh. in it. I will find it. It's it really showed what Watsi could have done mm-hmm. right. and then just went, now nah, we don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And because like back then it wasn't just like story ads, which they do still do yeah. um, when a set releases. Like Eldraine had one. Um, it was more like actual ads that you would see on TV uh, to go get you to try to yep. buy and had like the whole music and yeah. uh, outro and stuff like that. Um, so, but yeah, you're right. It doesn't have a TV show. It does have yeah. a book series, but you had to read books and I'm illiterate. Yeah. <laughs> I um, used to read the lore articles. So they'd have like every Wednesday was a, like a short story. And that's how I read a lot of mine, but it just got to the point. Like I, I didn't agree with a lot of the story. Like it's like, okay, well, why'd y'all do that? Like mm-hmm. it was just very convoluted. When the stories aren't written by a single person, it makes it hard to follow because the people are going to retcon. Well, and then like, they, they also have the thing of like Chandra taking characters out of uh, like it's like, well, that's something the character wouldn't have done. Why did they do that? Yeah. Uh, but anyway. Well, it looks like we have reached the bottom of our deck for today's episode. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this exploration of trading card games outside of the big three and maybe even found one you want to try yourself now. Thanks for listening and be sure to catch us next time where we'll be discussing the best board games to play solo, where you are your own best opponent.